Donnell. It ain't about you. It's about the beer. I think I need another drink to stop the suffering. Tell me what did I drink last night? Do you need a medical marijuana recommendation like I did? Do what I did. CanacareDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, my can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacareDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacareDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical legal cannabis? CanacareDocs.com. Convenient, nine Massachusetts locations, Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot, Seekonk, also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York, it's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation, get legal, CanacareDocs.com. Welcome, we're live. We're the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio every Saturday at 6 p.m. My name is Mike Crawford, uh, the host. We got a full studio, a lot of people here, some people uh, listening. Uh, we have five microphones open right now. Uh, we're overwhelmed with so much today. Uh, oh, basically, we're going to get right into it, what uh, a lot of people have wanted to talk about all weekend uh, since this story came out about. 36 hours ago, I think it was. Uh, it's the story that I wrote. Is it is there moldy cannabis in Massachusetts uh, from Dig Boston? Uh, so we're going to get right into that, just uh, so people are aware of that. Uh, that's been a big topic for everybody of late. Uh, I'm going to go right around to the, the special round table uh, that we have right now. Uh, different stakeholders in cannabis and talk about this and then we're going to get to our big guest on the show we still are going to have her she's here she's listening she's running for congress she's on national television cnn and all these other big networks new york times new york times we're very excited to have her as well she's running for congress against stephen lynch she's going to obviously have a lot to say probably today too about marijuana and cannabis so uh, brianna Wu is also here today uh, can't wait. Uh, Herbie's trying to get your attention uh, over there on the on the left, who I haven't introduced yet. So I'm going to bring around the panelists. Number one, we have uh, Judy back on the show. Very excited to have Judy. Uh, hello, Judy. Hi, Mike. How you doing? Know I'm excited to be here. Couldn't wait. Yes, I can't wait yes, to have you yes. back on the show. Yeah. Uh, to the right of you, you have uh, uh, the big veterans advocate, uh, our Sergeant Stephen Mandilli. How's it going, Mike? Thanks for having me in again. Happy and, to be here. And you got uh, your service dog today. Yep, Sid's over there sitting. He found a good spot, so he's over there catching some Z's. Sid is here. And uh, your, your uh, non-profits, what are they? Just we're, we're down to Veterans Alternative Healing and Evergreen Farms. So that's who you work with? That I volunteer with, yes. And uh, Judy, go back to Judy. You also have nonprofit, right? I do. Hero Nurturing Center, Healing, Empathy, Redemption, Oasis, and the reality broadcast is attached to it on the Boston Praise Radio and TV network. And that's also huge that you're on. You're doing a pro cannabis message. Uh, with passion, getting into real politics on Boston Praise Absolutely. Radio with uh, Pastor yes. Bruce Wall, who's yes. like hugely known in Boston, right? Yeah, with Chief from Mattapan, and we'll be doing a show on next Tuesday with uh, Mass uh, RCC, uh, Mass Rec Council. Yes, yes. Well, who's who's coming in from the Mass Rec Council? Well, we're hoping to get uh, four of them. Well, you got to speak right in. I'm not hearing you. Uh, I'm not hearing myself. Yeah, I, yeah, I can right there. Right there, when you speak yeah. in, we can hear you. Yeah. Okay, sweet. So, uh, who you having in? Um, so the Mass Rec Council that's um, 
Joe Gilmore, Kamani, and we're hoping to get a couple others there. Cool. That's awesome. Uh, and you you are Chief. Oh, Chief from Mattapan, yes. Yeah, Chief from Mattapan, and you're also the producer on that... Uh, the reality on um, Boston Praise Radio and TV. On Boston yeah, Praise Radio and TV, right? And yes. people can like that on Facebook as well. Check that out, Boston Praise Radio and TV. Another nonprofit doing great work in Boston. Where can we find Boston Praise? Uh, 102.9 FM. Okay. And uh, also, we are online, Boston Praise Radio and TV. TV.com. Yes. Yeah. yes. And your name over there, too? Mine? Yes. Brian Riccio. Out of the hospital. Exactly. Let's give you a round of applause. Yes, yes. I can't be killed by conventional methods. <laughs> you had to be here. You, you, like, you, you, I don't know how you made it here, but you're here. Uh, you know, <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> Good stuff. Happy New Year, everyone. Yes, yes ma'am. So we're going to have Brianna Wu uh, on the show in a, in a few minutes here, running for U.S. Congress. But uh, I wanted just to, <coughs> excuse me, cough. Uh, because obviously we we have this big crew here. We are definitely partaking in the green room before the show. Of uh, we definitely did do that today. I'm not nothing to complain about really today. Uh, I know some people don't like it when I complain too much. I'm I'm happy because of uh, the show today. And what we're gonna do? And the first thing I want to talk about is something that I'm not as happy about. I'm happy I got to report on it, but um, I'm 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 wishing it was never. You know, something to report on. Uh, I wish it didn't exist, but it's uh, the story that we put out with Dig Boston. Is there moldy cannabis in mass? Contaminated flour may be getting patients and employees sick. And, uh, you know, it just spells it out, what what the concerns are. It gets in-depth of the political contributions <coughs> and the lack of trust and the lies uh, coming out of New England treatment access. I uh, wanted you guys to comment on it. What did you think about the story? What are your comments? Who wants to go first? Well, I'll take it. It's, I, I think it's about time, yeah, because I, I was a patient over at NEDA, and uh, specifically one in Brookline, and I did get moldy, and I've never gone back. And so we need to have wow. some some source to educate the, 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 the consumers, yes. But more importantly, we need quality control. And who is going to provide that? And, you know, normally when you say something like that, that... Uh, you received a product that was moldy or something. I always look, oh, that's anecdotal. It just could have been one time. It could no. have been just you. But, I mean, knowing you, I don't think that's the case. But even beyond that, it's I uh, since the stories come out, that's all I'm hearing from people who consume the product, people that work there. There's more and more people coming out in response to it. So yeah. I'm not surprised. I'm not. It's just like that's what I hear over and over again. And I'm not the only one. And so, again, the consensus is... and. The employers agree, and so I, I read where the um, people who own the dispensary they've come out and basically admitted that it's true. Right, they I said wanted, that they had powdery mildew and right. that they used hydrogen peroxide. Now, 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 did you do the research on the, the hydrogen peroxide and see how that affects your 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 system right. as a whole? So, should that be something that we're consuming, Mike? Right, and there's a doctor that did uh, from you know a medical doctor who quoted. Uh, his concerns about the use of it, especially when it's going to be smoked and consumed, and there's, you know, especially when there's no uh, real disclosure of that to the patients. I, I mean, they seem to make it in the comments seem like it was public knowledge that they were using hydrogen peroxide, but I don't think it was. It, it seemed was like not. to me no, no, no. that was news breaking. Am I correct? Is, no. is everyone cannabis consumers in in mass need to be re reading right. up on what's going? That on? That was news, right? It was news. Yes. yes, it was bizarre news, but it was news. It's terrible news, and the fact that there's been no like uh, reaching out to the people, no huge apology, no no recourse whatsoever, just 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 ignoring it. It's terrible. It's Not even that. I'm sorry. And like, and so without without Mike again, right? Right. Where are we gonna get? 
Where are we going to hear about it? Exactly. We're not. Nope. We're just. Are you surprised the big media hasn't even picked it up yet in Boston? I mean, the Globe, the, Jimmy Marjorie, none of them are commenting on this. No one's retweeting it. Even Adam Gaffin from uh, Universal Hub, I haven't even seen him retweet it. No That's one's got to talk he, about he, a lot of money. He featured it on Universal Hub. He did? <laughs> yes, he did. Oh, okay. so it is yes, breaking he out. Oh, yes, he did. Oh, good. good. Maybe it is going to get further then. Yes. Well, it he, should. He did. He wrote it on the, the dig. Uh, takes on moldy weed in Massachusetts on Universal. Good, because I haven't seen it on some of the other lists, like yeah. the daily, li- you know, mass list. I don't know if you're on those lists, but yeah. it's interesting to see who's going to pick it up and who doesn't. It, and even in the activist circles, too. Uh, we can get to that in a second. But uh, I want to ask you, what do you think the Cannabis Control Commission should do about uh, some of the issues we brought up in that story? If well, anything. Well, for one, uh, a system of it needs to be implemented to safeguard against this happening again. And number one, um, create that system so that going forward, there's a process to make sure that quality is maintained and that the, the people who are, are consumers and partakers are safe and, and doing it in a safe manner. You wouldn't put liquor on a shelf that's poisoning force or, 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 or compromising them other in, in liquor is a horrible comparison because it, you know, but anyhow, you, you wouldn't put something knowingly that it's causing health, uh, ill health on, on the shelves. And so we want the same respect as consumers of right. cannabis. And, the, and they need to protect the employees. Absolutely. Because I think that's part of the danger. If we, how are we gonna know what's going on if employees aren't free to speak? My, my overwhelming concern is the variety of products that they sell at Netta, including suppositories. I bought, I've bought CBD for my dog there. I'm just wondering if these products come from their moldy weed. Okay, great if, question. You know, great I, question. I mean, they sell a I variety. Mean, I, of if things. you go by what Netta said, not no product uh, ever got sold that was mold. You know, had mildew. So, well, I, do you I trust that? Ask, I have to ask. Do why? you trust that at this point? No, no I have yeah. to ask why they're not, they're deleting so any not questions about it from their Facebook page. Yeah, well, okay. that, they're that too, right? Are they removing yeah. them? Yes. Well, as a former patient, I, I beg to differ because I too got that, and that's why again they can look and see my name on the roster. That's why I have not gone back. I want to ask our audience: Can you hear Judy? Because I'm not hearing her in the mic. That's why I'm keeping messing with my headphones trying to hear. That's yeah. why I. Oh, fine. Yeah. Now I can hear. So you. that's why I've not gone back there. You know, got the moldy weed, and you know I'm a long-term consumer, and so again I I know quality weed, and it's important that you know quality weed from crap. Because again, if you don't, if you're not educated on what quality uh, cannabis is, you'll accept whatever right. and so we've got to educate these uh, consumers and, and would-be consumers for medicinal or recreational reasons we've got to do this I also, I also think they're concerned about the fact that they were the first big one to open if you recall you could spend an hour and a half in there yes at, at some, and still not get sometimes. served and still not get served okay but now that we have dispensaries opening all over the place they're losing their market share uh, you know, and now this on top of it. I mean, you know, let's hear something. What should the Cannabis Control Commission do about it, though? That's what I want to get back to. Like, what, what, what action? Well, you know, it, it's like you wrote in the in the article. Uh, you know, Cannabis Control Con- Con- Commission, OSHA. Why aren't they involved more? I mean, we're obviously having a chemical exposure to employees. I don't understand why they're not involved more. Right, and I, it's a cannabis consumer rights thing, and this is what I'm getting really concerned about because when it comes to cannabis consumer rights, 
we don't see much uh, moving or much protection there. But if you talk about cannabis commercial rights or building cannabis business structures, oh, well, now the politicians and everyone is all over it and there's all kinds of regs being made. So we have to look at cannabis consumer rights first. Again. And that's what's going to help us stop these type of things. Absolutely. And, and I think what Chief may, may uh, and I'll add to that, is that taxation without representation equals just, you know, what we know. Tyranny. Right. And so we can't have that. So we're being taxed up the wazoo mm -hmm. for this product. And we're being, again, if you have to be a patient, you have to pay, whether it be $50 or $200 to, to some doctor. And then, you're again, you have to go through the process once a year. So you're spending money. And if, and if you can't afford it, what do you do? There's a lot of things to discuss here. And so when you're spending money to become a patient of these dispensaries, I think that your, your rights ought to be adhered to, number one. Yep. And you're being taxed. So, again, you're, you're, you're a taxpaying um, consumer. So, again, the government ought to uh, adhere to what the uh, rights and um, the agreements were. Do you think they should inspect the dispense, the big dispensaries more? Absolutely, more so because the, the 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 likelihood for these Test things that yes, the expand the testing. Absolutely. It seems like Colorado has much more stringent. They do an updated testing. There's got to be a way to keep them honest. You know, it's it's sad that it that it happened this way, and I wish they had more. Um, community outreach people so those patients could could find out and they could find out you know what's going to happen but i really i really that's what i see the the misconnection there there's there's no community involvement like you're saying there's no you know the patients want to know and when you're paying you know the the fees to get this card to go into these places you want to know that you, it's as safe as going in any other place could you imagine outrage if there was this was like a a tylenol thing or well, if it was I toothpaste the, or something like that i did a like little that. bit of research right yep. and i liken it to you know how if you have a restaurant guys mm -hmm. you have to have that safe serve Mm -hmm. right. In order to serve people yep. and not so, get yes, the serve safe, serve safe. Um, yes. yes. So, uh, in order to to not be in violation of the codes, and so I think that the commission ought to look at something uh, along those lines in order to police these folks. Exactly, because it, it's a product that's being consumed by Absolutely. human beings. Absolutely, no different than a milk factory Absolutely. or a meat packing Absolutely. factory. It is or something a hamburger that is go or a cheeseburger. Exactly. It's going it, into your body. Absolutely. Right. So I think the commission would be wise to take my advice and 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 fashion some legislation. Crafted. And not just your fifty dollars. Or not just my fifty. Exactly. Or regulations. Or regulations yeah. Or or threaten you with imprisonment. Yes. Yeah. Or right. taking your children mm -hmm. or your Which job. Which I think they can do. I think they can. Actually actually uh you know find them or even you know uh take away their licenses things like that uh i want to give our phone number 617-903-7464 uh we'll take phone calls if you do want to call in uh we'll also read your comments on our facebook live uh and uh questions as well if you have any questions for anyone on our show any of the panelists any of the guests upcoming brianna Wu, uh running for u.s congress we're gonna have her on in a moment i also want to ask uh Mass patients had this uh, protest outside the federal courthouse the other day uh, saying, don't take away our medicine. I, I feel like, you know, they're doing this because Jeff Sessions threatened these big dispensaries, some of them selling the moldy medicine we're talking about. <laughs> um, they don't seem to do protests when other people get busted, where the craft people who are so unregulated, who have the better product, better selection, better service, than the dispensaries, like the gentlemen facing federal charges right now, Mass Genetics. Mm -hmm. A lot of us know them. They're good yeah. people. They're looking at decades in jail. I don't see a protest for them. Like no. they're, they're At the same federal courthouse, there are people being jailed right now 
and mass patients isn't there for them. They're only there for the dispensaries. Yeah, yeah. That might yeah. get messed with by Jeff Sessions. Do you guys see a disconnect? Do you see? Do you, yeah, yeah. Do you question whether yeah. why Mass Patients isn't talking about the story I just put out and is the Mass Genetics? Where where are you guys standing on that? Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's bad uh, because I can see kind of this split because of the money that's coming into the biz. We can see it very easily, right? And cannabis consumer rights start quickly taking a back seat, unfortunately. And so it they they better start getting with it real quick. They better start getting rid with it because they're not going to have the industry they're dreaming of. Folks are only going to really respond if it respects them and the consumers and so on. Else they won't support a system that does otherwise. Absolutely. And they should not. And they shouldn't. Why should they? Again, taxation without representation demands tyranny. Anyone else on it? It's, it's a lesson that people can see and that you've got to speak up for yourself because you don't know what the people speaking up for you are saying or what their true agendas are. It's so important for every person to take the individual responsibility. Do it for to yourself. Speak up and make sure it's heard because there's also someone else that's probably going through that or worse that's not speaking up and needs you to speak up for them. That's true. Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Right. I don't understand why they're not protesting. I mean, they're obviously protesting high button issues for the publicity. I don't understand why they're not protesting that veterans still have to pay $250 just like anybody else okay when they should be getting their cards which is free, a shame a okay shame. that that veterans and minorities are still subject to that ridiculous $500,000 liquid that you have to have before you can even get it what about family? these guys that are facing uh, decades in jail federal jail no, it's totally lopsided. they got still caught with a couple hundred plants they were in high times and now they're looking at decades Terrible. in jail and they and really what they were doing is you know doing genetics and, and and growing better product in the dispensaries. That's what they're really guilty of, is being really good at what they do. Where do you stand on that, Brian? They're looking at, did you think that MPA should be protesting uh, on, in their behalf as well or not? Not, not just MPAA, the ACLU, uh, several organizations. I mean, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll take it even further, gentlemen. I'll, I'll say that the, the, the little neighborhood guy who was selling the, the, the little bit of uh, marijuana yeah, that he can, yes, yeah. to, to make ends meet because he can't find a job, he can't afford college and all the like, and he's being locked up, what, six months, a year? and however long their sentence That's what bothers me. Is it, they forget about them. It's yes. just about the regulated market yes. now. And the people who are already locked groups. up, spending right. years and decades, if not in prison already, right. while people are making... Uh, and you know, still facing charges. Yes. Like I'm talking to people who are still facing charges in yes. Massachusetts. This yes. is what Jeff Sessions is about. So we've He's got to talk about those guys. And this is both locally and federally. Absolutely. Spending money to go after a drug that is helping people not take drugs that cause death and yes is just it's ridiculous it makes no sense and i i know he was helping a lot of um patients i never knew them personally but just to think that you're taking that person out there that's got that that has you know clean medicine now where does that person go like no one you don't know what you're getting anymore and the more you you take someone away people rush in to fill that spot and then it, it, it's just it's never good never good definitely so we've got to make changes and we've got to we've got to not only just support the the local uh, changes for cannabis. We've got to support the the federal. Cory Booker and Cory Gardner yes. are fighting mm -hmm. very hard on a, the federal level to get the declassification and de decriminalization um, 
Didn't Booker introduce a bill this week? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And uh, Cory Gardner of Colorado has yes. introduced uh, legislation as well. Yep. Thank and you. And threatened to block certain things if uh, the Sessions uh, administration doesn't back down. Well, I think and there's, the a federal, there's a federal bill right now. We're going to talk about that, too. Uh, cool. I want to make sure that uh, people know, because uh, they're asking, who is the lady talking? That's Judy Foster. Is that right, right? Yes, yes. My name is Judith Foster. Oh, Judith. Well, Judy, Judy, Judith. Judith. If you know me and you're my friend, you can call me Judy. From the reality. From the reality broadcast and also the Hero Nurturing Center, Healing Empathy Redemption Oasis. We use uh, Healing Conduit. We use nature as a healing conduit. Where is that? Where is that, Judith? That's in Dorchester. We we broadcast in Dorchester Mm -hmm. and we do our walks in the uh, Blue Hills Reservation. Do you have a website? We do. HeroNurturingCenter.org and TheReality.org. B-O-S. I'm going to give the Boston. phone number. Reality.Boston. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I'm going to give the phone number again. People are calling in. Uh, I keep hearing that buzzing going on, and then uh, we got to hang up when we try to answer it finally. 617-903-7464 if you want to comment. Uh, yeah, now people are calling my, my private cell phone. Call the station hey. again. 617-903-7464. Herbie's not always by the phone waiting for your call. He is right now. So, if you want to call, call in right now. Again, 617-903-7464. We're the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. As soon as I say that, Herbie gets mad. I could see it in his face. He didn't like that at all, that comment. I'm just a prick to you, Herb. You know, just, I want to let people know what's going on. They they start calling me because they want to call in and... You know, I want to let them know. Call in again, 617-903-7464. We're the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. I'm the jerk. I'm the big jerk. <laughs> name's Mike Crawford. We have Brian Riccio also here. Riccio. Riccio, just out of the hospital. <laughs> we have Chief here. Hey, how's it going? We have our veteran, uh, Sergeant Stephen Mandilli. Hello. And, uh, of course, we have Judith Judy Foster. Uh, hey. do, anything else you want to leave us with on this real quick before uh, I just want to say I think the whole Sessions marijuana thing is just another disgusting obfuscation that came after the publication of the Trump uh, Michael Wolf book Okay, so the first thing they do is Sessions, the little racist midget perjurer. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> turns around and, he's, and he goes after weed. Okay, yeah. well, and absolutely. then it becomes a big thing in the media, and yeah. the book gets you know sidelined for a couple of days. Well, yeah, well just so folks up. know the history, uh, again, research hit uh, Jeff Sessions. You'll know that he's always been uh, uh, one of those who, who demonized cannabis and who's always supported the foolishness. And so, again, we've got to ignore people like those and fight for it on the local Absolutely. level and the federal level. Yeah. I think we have a caller. Who's on the phone? Hi, this is Chandra. Listen, uh, I think that there's a lot to say about this issue. And one of the major things I want to say is that is that Nita offered is that Nita is a has been a crap show since they first started. Some of the few people that they offered actually to support with hardship medicine were actually the AIDS patients and they're the people that, that are gonna get killed by aspergillus. Right. Moldy weed will give you aspergillosis right. which is a which will cause you to have lymphoma of the lungs if you have AIDS. It's a deadly this is a deadly situation. This is more than just people getting sick. This is people dying. Right. The other thing that moldy weed will do is that moldy weed will act moldy weed will actually cut the mold in the aspergillosis will be compounded every time you make an extract with it. Right. So if they're selling, so if they're selling moldy whole leaf product, they're selling moldy and also aspergillosis wow. containing 
aspergillosis containing medicine they're con- they're selling concentrates for this wow so all they're gonna do is start creating super viruses wow and you're very concerned about this you've been a, you've been working with patients for a long time in massachusetts i know you have chandra um and we're talking about New England Treatment Access, NETA. Um, what do you think the Cannabis Control Commission should do about this? I think they need to go in there and pull all the product right now and destroy everything that was created within the last year and a half. Wow. Mold shows up in a grow within a year. It, so this is a systemic issue. This is a per, this is a production problem. This is having all of their greenhouses destroyed. If this was Denver, they would go in and just shut down the whole and shut down the whole place and take every last product and throw it in the incinerator, which is what they're supposed to do. Absolutely, and they're not going to do it. Wow. Thank you so much for calling in. Do you have any... Oh, go ahead. Now, before before you go, could you speak to the other respiratory issues that can come from moldy marijuana? And also, sometimes when people are not educated consumers, they think that smoke, when you smoke, coughing and hacking is a natural part of the process, when oftentimes that is not. Can you speak to that? (coughs) While I'm coughing. (coughs) Yeah, of course, I'd be glad to. Aspergillosis can show up in many forms. Unfortunately, because... I've been a patient since I was 19 in 1989. I've had aspergillosis three times from street weed. And I can tell you it's not your friend. I've had, I've, I've been on systemic antibiotics because of it, because I have a damaged immune system. I have chronic fatigue as well as fibromyalgia. And I can tell you that if they're, that they're going to kill that they're going to kill people. The last time I had aspergillosis, I ended up with systemic bronchitis. And can you can, can you describe some of the symptoms? Because a lot of folks who don't know what bronchitis sounds like, you know, tell them what it, what the symptoms are, please. Bronchitis will start out as a cold, and then you'll consistently get sicker and sicker. And if you're an AIDS patient, they'll start rushing around. If you're an AIDS patient or person with a damaged immune system, your doctors will start reaching for every other answer, and they won't reach for the answer of spergillosis first, which means that it's growing in your lungs. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling in, Chandra. You're welcome. Do you have anything last quick thing to leave with us? Leave leave for us about the story or anything else? Yeah. Oh, we lost her. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. She's awesome. She's she quick is. to the point, though. Yes, she absolutely. Knows Very quick. I want to give her a round of applause. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks She's for calling the in. The caller of the week right now. Yes. I mean, Thanks for calling was, in. You could tell she really cares about this, too. I, I know she does, but it came across in the call, which I like. Good. 617-903-7464. All right. We're going to go. We've been making her wait a while now. We have a uh, candidate for U.S. Congress here, Brianna Wu. We're not even going to take a break, so don't go away. Uh, we're just going to swap off Chief. Chief's still going to be here, but we're going to bring in uh, Brianna Wu to sit right here. I'm going to start asking her some questions. <clears throat> some other folks are asking, uh, make a comment of uh, the Warren and Lauren thing. Uh, Warren is actually returned today. The prodigal son is back. He's just Hello. in the corner right now. I'm not l- quite letting him off the uh, off the leash. He's, I'm a bad man. He's a bad man. We're going to let him on in a little bit soon enough, all right? So... Just hang out with us. A lot going on today. Uh, again, the phone number is 617-903-7464 if you want to call in. we uh, I got wacky headphones, too. I'm, like, moving around. I'm, 
I don't know if, if uh, hopefully it's not coming through the thing. I'm, I'm uh, out of control. Uh, uh, she's looking at me. I can tell. Brianna Wu is sitting next to me. Uh, how long have you been waiting here? Oh, gosh. Uh, maybe about 45 minutes or so. Right. Yeah. You got here early. Yeah, I did. I did. Are you uh, well prepared for what we're talking about? I, I, you know, I've been following the story very closely. I think it's very important. And, you know, I think this is really the next uh, question for the Democrats. You know, it's like, do you support not just, you know, decriminalization, but full legalization of marijuana? And I think, like, this is, it's a real litmus test if you're a real progressive or not. Right. There's, um, right now, uh, they're federally putting out uh, to just get repeal prohibition completely on a federal level. So they, they stop busting people federally, uh, both that are licensed and not licensed. Just stop busting everyone and just let the states do whatever they want on it. Would you support something like that if you were in Congress right now? I, I would go a step further. I want to, like, federally decriminalize it. And let me tell you why. Your story about veterans. I've talked to so many veterans on the campaign trail yep. that talk about coming back home, having full-blown PTSD symptoms, and having medicinal marijuana help them a yes. lot. I've heard it called a godsend. Yep. I've talked to spouses who say it's like getting their partner back. And it offends me. It offends me on such a deep level. Because it's not Trump's generation that went and fought in Iraq. It's mine. It's the generation underneath that. I have friends that were wounded in Iraq. Mm-hmm. And for them to come through and to cynically try to mess with this system that is starting to really help a lot of people here in Massachusetts, it is disgusting. And it is wrong. So I, I really, I think this is such an important point to make. Yep. You know, we ha- are having a very important conversation, the Democratic Party right now, about racial justice. And I think you have to look at the outcome of these laws and you see how it's unfairly targeted at people of color. So I think this is a real question for Democrats in Congress, U.S. Congress. Like, you say you believe in racial justice. Here it is. Or do you support this? And even as you said, like working to help people that have been wrongly put in prison for this, setting them free. I want to build a legal framework for that and, you know, set people free. They're bankers that crashed the economy in 2008 that went to, that did not go to jail. And Matt Taibbi in his last book, he wrote about this. You have, and then you've got, you know, black men that were caught with a little bit of pot over in New York, like right next to it, and they are in prison today. Nope. That is deeply wrong. Right. There's a representative from Kansas that was just um, being recorded, and he was coming out and talking about how, you know, it's a genetic uh, problem for for colored people. He it's said like, what that. are you talking about? He actually about? said yeah. that out his mouth. Yes. Oh, yeah. And yes, I didn't, and, and my, I have a, pro, and, and again, I get, I get really, really excited when, yeah. when things like Rightfully this happen. So. And then not a member of Congress will come out and refute and say, just like when, you know, the dude in, in the Oval Office said <laughs> how, how about the Nigerians and uh-huh. let's talk, listen, the Nigerians mm-hmm. and, 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 and the Haitians. The shithole country. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. And, and again, where, where are the people standing up for these folks? If not for our representatives, where, where is the loud cry? Where is it taken to the streets? If we had said this about a different demographic, he had said that about it, we'd be taken to the streets. And so I need to hear from my so-called comrades. What are you saying? Is this okay? Yeah. 62 million Americans solidify this with electing this buffoon mm-hmm. as our president. How are we sitting okay with this? This tells me as an immigrant, yes, that you all who 
who are not speaking out or in agreement with this fool yeah. that I don't belong here, yeah. that I'm not human being, and that what we so-called abolished back 50 years ago when you all murdered Martin and murdered the Kennedys, yes? That uh, all those years and all those things didn't matter? Oh, okay, so we're post-racial because you all disrespect. Listen, I I'm sorry, I I'm yeah. getting carried away. <laughs> so again, I yeah. need to hear comrades as yourself speaking up and saying this is not okay. Do you, Impeach do you, him now. Do you know what we need? We need a Democratic Party that is not going to take the vote of people of color for granted. Well, frankly, no. we don't have a Democratic Party, Ms. Wu. I agree with that. We, we have don't a, have, we have a, lot a Democratic of Party. We have a lot if of work If we to did do. have yeah. a Democratic Party, I think that they would stand up and, and, and show their cojones today after what Donald Trump, and this is the first time I had said his name yep. since his election yeah. came out and yeah. denigrated my people just because I'm not from physically Africa or Haiti I'm an immigrant and I'm a black woman in case you all haven't recognized yes and so when he speaks to that demographic he is specifically speaking to me my mother and my entire generation so how am I supposed to take that how am I supposed to look at my son in the eye and tell him that he has worth when the highest office in the land continually every single day before he had become the president has reinforced the hatred the vitriol and specifically the racist attitude that's dug up from the past of the, the America's original sin how can we how can we sit and look each other in the eye and be okay with this? I digress. Well, well let me ask you, Ms. Wood. Wait, 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 yeah. wait. That was like a long question. <laughs> <laughs> so let let the guests answer the question, Brian, before you ask okay. another question. <laughs> we're, 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 the idea is to let the uh, candidate <laughs> speak no, no, today, no. folks. I'm sorry. No, you're absolutely right. We don't take that seriously. And for me, you know, I became a national figure because of um, you know, basically sexism in the tech industry, right? I don't know what it's like to be a person of color. I'm married to one, you know, so yes. I have a bit of experience, but I don't have his lived experience. I know what it's like to be in a meeting and have a sexist joke go on or a rape joke go on mm -hmm. and have the men in the room laugh and do nothing. Right. So what I see my responsibility is as a white person is to call that out when yes. you see it, to to speak up and to stand up because there's no cost. There's no social cost for me standing up and saying, this is inappropriate. That comment is inappropriate. That is our job to fix this. There's this this sense that this is a problem that's a it, it's it's a black problem to solve and it's not it's a white behavior problem to Absolutely. solve and we've got to be having difficult conversations with each sometimes other sometimes there is a little social cost so i've seen you um, yeah. get attacked quite a bit on twitter for yeah, instance right well, yeah I mean, you, you're pretty strong. I like it. I yep. love like. I, that's one thing I'll note is what Judy's saying. You do do that stuff. Like you, you do live it. Um, I just want to ask you. Uh, Brian probably has some questions too. But uh, they, uh, just want to ask you, uh, like Stephen Lynch right now. Yeah. Where do you think he is on any of the stuff that we're talking about? Like, is he? Well, I mean, Warren, Warren was pointing out to me this week, he was on NPR telling the Democrats to move to the center. This is what offends me about Stephen Lynch. This is what offends me. You have women of color. They're out there busting it, standing up to this president. You have LGBT Americans. They're out there busting it, standing up to this president. You have women all across America. They're out there on the front lines every day, organizing, working, pushing back, 
running new candidates. Where is Stephen Lynch in all of this? Where was he on the immigration ban? He was hiding in his office. This is a man that should be on the front lines fighting for our values and our party. And he's not. He's interested in himself. So the, the truth is, this is not your guy if you want somebody that's going to fight for you. He's not. He's going to fight for himself in the next election. I'm going to let Brian go in a second. I got one more question. Sure. It's on my top of my head. I just thought of it. Uh, a couple guys that we know, like we said earlier, uh, are facing federal charges right now. DEA raided them. They're Massachusetts residents. They, they've uh, won prestigious awards for their growing, uh, and you know, with High Times and other places. <coughs> they're looking at decades in jail if they're oh. convicted. Uh, and you're a U.S. Congressperson. Would you write a letter to like you know the judge or the you know whoever's overseeing this to give them len- leniency or to just release them? I, I know sometimes these letters don't make that much of a difference, but coming from a U.S. Congressperson, it might help. I think I think it does. I, I would have to look at the specifics of the case, but I'm telling you, if it's a, if it's just selling this and being attacked for that, I want it's not just these people. I think anyone that's out there that's wrongly incarcerated over this issue. They would have an ally in my office. This is your darn job as a congressperson is to go out there and advocate for the people in your district. So you're darn right that I would. Good to know. I I just want you to know on a personal note that uh, my niece is studying video game development. (laughs) And she thinks you're the absolute shit. And you're one of the reasons why she's going to school. Tell tell, us because for people that know, Brianna, we didn't even mention this. You're a huge video game developer you have your own company yep i do that's kind of how you got kind of somewhat famous right because there aren't a lot of women in that there are not uh yeah my studio giant space cap right here in boston we hired a ton of women to ship our last game very proud uh we won three game of the year awards for that so yeah it's um yeah there we need women out there they're advocating for the next generation of women in the video game industry so yeah, thank you. Yeah, and you know you scare a lot of the uh, I do the male. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> you know that, right? <laughs> the real stuff. I, I just I just want you to know from my perspective. Sure, sure. Know, that uh, yeah, you do uh, scare a lot of people. Why do they get scared? Do you yeah. think? Because she has a voice and she uses it. Yeah, right. and and she's not offensive. She's positive, and she gets the point made. Right. Okay. And it's a male-dominated field. It's exactly. very male-dominated. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I think this is something we don't talk about enough in the video game industry. Now, I'm trying to remember these stats off the top of my head, so don't quote me on this. But the last time I looked, women were um, only 20% of programmers in tech as a whole. <laughs> But women of color were only 2% of programmers in our whole field. And what we see is that when we're talking about diversity in my field, it generally speaking tends to mean white women women like myself. So when you look at who got famous during Gamergate, I think you have to kind of look around and notice it was three white women. Absolutely. And it's not because there weren't any women of color that were targeted. So I think we need to have real conversations about yeah, why. Yes, and I'd yeah. like to add to that because there's a misconception that affirmative action served black women mm-hmm. when in reality, you know, Ms. Wu, that it Absolutely. served white, white women. And so now I challenge you and, and, and the rest of the white women listening to then turn back your hand and the, the, the help that we black women had given to you 
because we support you on every turn, then reach back to a young black woman or or a middle-aged woman who is not doing as well as you. Support an organization that's doing good work, and that's my challenge to you all. We we don't have to have animosity, but let's have that conversation that the playing field has not been leveled yet. It's your turn. And it's absolutely, your turn. absolutely. So again, we need to figure out a way going forward because I have lots of white friends, and you can go on my Facebook page. I didn't just get them; I grew up with them. Some of them I've been having friendship with for twenty, thirty years. And one of the things we talk about is the fact that the average white person have no friends of color. I've known Mike for a long time, and he's invited me to the show. And, and I said to myself, you know what? Let, let me go on and tell how long I've known Mike. And the first time I met Mike was uh, in, a, in a situation where, and again, shame keeps black people from getting involved with the, the, the cannabis industry, just so you all know, mm-hmm. and, and, and fear. Fear of prosecution, fear of going to prison, because you know the demographics aren't uh, received the same when you got caught, get caught with weed, right? Mm-hmm. And so again, going back to the circumstances that we, as uh, the people who have benefited, and when I have my white friends, we have this conversation where, uh, how do you see me as a black woman? We talk about these things. And so if you had more black friends, you can understand where people are coming from, yes? And so more, the less division, the more understanding that comes from uh, conversating and, and building bonds other than uh, bridges. Right. Yeah, something I see here in Massachusetts, and this is going to upset some people if I say this, but it's true. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Mississippi, which is the heart of racism yes. in the United States. What I personally see here in Boston is it is, and again, I'm a white person, so I can't have lived experience, but what I witness is us having fewer conversations in the state about race than we did in Mississippi. I see people that don't talk to black people or have them in their professional circle at work. And what is so interesting to me about Boston and Massachusetts is we feel like we're a very progressive state, but in so many ways, this is a state that from my white point of view seems worse than Mississippi in a lot of ways. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you could say it. Boston is one of the most racist cities okay. in America. Brian always there says that. I, I have no I mean, Kirk Minahan doesn't agree. Sure. Well, but uh, we have a phone call we're going to take. Yes. They've been waiting for a while. Who's on the phone? Are they hey still guys, there? It's Sean Bernie. Hey, Sean. How you doing today? All right. All right. What do you got for us? What's up, Sean? Thanks for calling. Yeah. Um, so um, my question for Brianna Wu, um, you know, it's going to go a little bit further than what you asked, Mike, in regards to writing a letter as a congressperson. Would you introduce legislation uh, for a uh, something to a similar to a second chance act for because right now as a federal uh, convict or ex-convict there is no expungement or record sealing process whatsoever huh. it's it's something that taints you for the rest of your life so you're talking about like federal because you got busted federally right I'm talking about federally great correct. Uh, would I support something? Absolutely. You know, um, my husband's father, he's from China originally. It's always interesting to see how people from other nations perceive the United States. The first thing he'll tell you is like, America has more people in prison per capita than anyone else in the world. And we don't really have a system for getting people back to being productive citizens afterwards. So, um, please, like, if I went, come to my office, like, bring me legal experts on this. Let's look at this. We cannot have racial 
justice in America until we have real criminal justice reform. It's going to make people uncomfortable, but this is the time to have these uncomfortable conversations. Absolutely, and I think uh, uh, the dude in the White House for starting the conversation, yeah? yeah. And so, again, you know, the, the good can be sought from this, yeah. Yeah? yeah? That he started the conversation that we all need to be having. Right. And and again, I've had friends online tell me, oh, this is just, just you're pulling the race card. Mm. You're causing division by talking about racism. No, the reality of the fact is Race America was built on racism and we've got to acknowledge it, yes? Then we can come to the reconciliation part, but until we acknowledge this on a wide scale, folks, the 62 million who voted for the dude, hmm. when you, once you come to and your... The ones who are still supporting him. Yes. I mean, especially and the ones, the ones yes. who are still supporting right. and, and you know what? It, it still exists. That's the big thing I want to say, always on race. Yes. If you can't, if you deny that it exists today, come on, it still exists because there's statistics we can prove it with. Uh, Sean, I want to thank you because that's a second excellent call of the show. You waited. You asked an awesome question. Uh, do you have any follow-up for Brianna on her response? Are you like liking what she responded with? I, I, I'm happy that she would support it. Uh, you know, my, my the reason I'm asking it is, you know, after having advocated for um, the inclusion of former uh, convicted prisoners who, who were convicted of marijuana crimes for uh, question four and subsequent legislation that passed, my, my uh, you know, now in Massachusetts, at least I have... Uh, uh, possibility of making something out of the rest of my life yeah right yeah so yeah. um you know not everybody wants to get into the marijuana game and if you've got that 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 felony that follows you forever if it's a federal felony it follows you forever even a presidential pardon doesn't take it off of your record which you have right um, now for marijuana which i have which i have for marijuana correct and it's uh, because you were a firefighter i mean we we found out some stuff it they politically targeted you too on top of it which is crazy so i mean you're a felon for life federally for marijuana yep. yes Yes, for one count of manufacturing marijuana plants. Wow. Mm. That is, that, so, it's so, injustice. You know, I, I yeah. appreciate that you would support it, but having, having you know, jumped those hurdles and, and fought with a lot of good people to, to get that included, or stay included, right. um, my, my, my concern is, you know, people deserve a second chance. Um, it, it, no matter what the crime. Yes. I, I firmly believe that having been a prisoner, um, you know, we're all still human beings. And um, I, I just, you know, for the past year, I've been calling my, you know, Congressman Lynch, uh, Senator Markey, Senator Warren, trying to get someone to listen to an ex-felon. <laughs> and yeah. it, it doesn't work. Um, so, uh, you know, would you support something? That's great. But would you introduce something? Yeah. So this is just to tell you kind of my, my the way I think about problems. I'm an engineer, right? So the way engineers work is we like to get data. We like to get all the facts, and then we move forward with the plans. Well, I would love to do, like, reach out to my office. Send me an email. I'd love to get lunch. I'd love to hear about what you're facing so I can understand this. I don't have your lived experience, so it's more hypothetical to me. Help me know what I need to know to make this better for you. Perfect. I, I would like Got to it. put you both in touch with each other, Please definitely. Do. Please do. So why don't we do that, Sean? Are you friends with uh, Brianna on Facebook yet? Who, me? Yes. I'm not. Make I'm sure not. you friend request her. We'll, we'll hook that up, right? Yep. Absolutely. Sean, Birdie, Brianna, woo, woo. we got to make this happen. 
and, and to your point, thank you, Sean, for calling. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. And to your point, Judy, I want to say that uh, I will give Trump credit for one thing. He got people of all colors and creeds off their asses yes. and into the streets. Yes. Absolutely. And to that point, again, yes. I want to thank Miss Wu yep. Yep. because, in my mind, she's representative Absolutely. of that attitude. Absolutely. Okay. Excellent. And as you saw in the Roy Moore defeat, yes. it's even more important Absolutely. to reach out to women yes. of color. Yes. Right. We have, yes. I think we have another phone. The phone's been ringing off the hook. Do we have another call? Okay. If you want to call in, 617-903-740. Six, four. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm coughing today. We only can take one call at a time, and sometimes they're coming through, so just keep calling if you don't get through, all right? Can I, I just want to ask Brianna yeah, one for thing. Uh, would you, when you take your seat, yep. vote for impeachment right away? Yes. Okay. It's a slam dunk. That's the easiest okay. vote ever. And in your opinion, do you think the, the, the Dems will pick back the House? <sighs> I, I hope so. I mean, yeah. they have they. There's 30 members of the GOP retiring. Mm -hmm. That list is growing every day. Absolutely. The Democrats only need to take 24 seats back. It's true. Okay. But I also I think there's a real convert. Like you said, we don't have a Democratic Party. I don't think they're on our side necessarily okay. with a lot of this. I don't with impeachment. Like even Stephen Lynch, he said he's not there yet. He said the press has been too hard on Donald Trump. I think if you're looking for us to get rescued by this Democratic Party. I am not super optimistic, so I think we need to push clean the house leftward. Yeah, and absolutely. again, I wanted to ask you about yeah. his silence yeah. on this federal Jeff Sessions issue because uh, you saw sure. that link today. You I saw Warren, I did. Seth Moulton, absolutely. I mean, they're yeah. out there saying, "Hey, this does not fly." Yep. Stephen Lynch. Yep. Silence. Yeah. I want to ask you about that. So, can I say something about this really quick because yeah. this matters? When Stephen Lynch uh, was first elected to this position, it was immediately after 9/11, which is why he won. Right. He is using a playbook. There's assuming District 8 is very, very white, male, like right this wing, one kinda. old thing. That is not true in my experience. It is a 30% people of color district, is an 11% Asian district, it is now a younger district, yes. it's a more changing. diverse district. It's really yes. changing. really changing. Right. But let's not so, forget, he's appealing to the union guys he is. That, well, that keep him in office. Th there are plenty of great union people out there. Mm -hmm. There's yes. an old guard that is very sympathetic to Trump's worldview, right? Yes. That is what his silence is meant to mm -hmm. like reinforce. That's his base. That's mm -hmm. who he's going the after. The Howie Carr listeners. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And so again, uh, I think that you're in for an uphill battle. I did my research. Right, of course. Yep. He's, he's an incumbent. Yep. And uh, so people need to look and support you. Sure. And also, uh, I think that uh, they ought to know that he's beat the uh, independent. Mm -hmm. He has beaten the uh, Republican yep. and the Democrat uh, challenge challengers that he's had over the years and you are right that he's entrenched with the unions and again so if you you know you, you have a good fight on your hands yeah. so be prepared yeah what if, has he done for people of color what uh, has no, he done for the lgbtq community nothing nothing, nothing. Right. I, I if, if i lose in 2018 i'll be right there in 2020 knocking on his door again right. building on this success you cannot figure out how to be a first class political operative in massachusetts like instantly it's taken well, me a while to right, figure out how right. to do this well, that's right was, what, yeah. that's what i want to ask you yeah it, in particular is yeah. how do you as a candidate reach out to those people that you don't know those sure. union people absolutely. say the electrician from Quincy or the old townie the carpenter from Weymouth mm -hmm. okay. absolutely yes. you know the people the old townies exactly yes because those are the people that seem to keep putting him back in office yes. I understand what yeah. you're saying about yeah. let her answer that right yeah, yeah, yeah. let her answer okay. <laughs> no you're right on so I'm not going to give you the name there was a democratic high 
level official in our state that had a conversation with me and they were they were telling me how you get elected which is you hire someone to walk around with you and you have a conversation with somebody for 30 seconds and then your body person gets them away from you and yeah. you go do another thing if that isn't the most cynical nonsense that thing how it works i've ever heard <laughs> wow. in my life wow. the way you connect with people like this is you genuinely listen to them yes right. you know if i am fortunate enough to be elected i'm not going to just be the congresswoman for feminists or democrats or progressives you have to represent everyone and you can't do that if it doesn't start with really listening to them i just think as it gets yeah. closer sure that lynch will will try to paint you that way he can do whatever he wants okay. you know like ultimately i'm going to be out there i'm working harder than he is i'm out there every single day warren lynch right here he's been invaluable to us we are gonna we're gonna outflank him especially on social media now i want to uh you are on cnn oh yep. they just were meeting with you what what are they asking you about uh, this, is, you well, know, this is what's so frustrating for me as a candidate that when you're a woman there's no shortage of people that want you to put a camera in your face and go how are the rape threats and death threats how are that and so yeah, you know, they're asking about the Me Too movement in the video game industry. It's something I'm very deliberately trying to move away from because it's not. It doesn't help me here in Massachusetts. So I mean, don't get me wrong. I care a lot about that issue. That's obvious. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you've you already have that vote. For, I've already got yes, that exactly. vote exactly. So so uh, Warren Lynch is here. I want to I want to move uh, uh, Brian out of the way and say Warren, what's up, bro? You're, you're back on the show today. Are you like what's up? I, like so, people have been missing you. Where you been? Uh, <coughs> Well, I had a comment about the unions and Stephen. Oh, so you're not going to answer my question. You're just going to take over the show. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Ask your question. I'm doing good. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. People want to know about you. I've been with you and you banned me from the show for a few episodes. Is that really what happened? I think that's fake news. I've had enough fake news from the kids' table. Let's ask the question now. Go ahead. Okay. So, so not not like... A lot of the union people are these Trump supporters, maybe, but there's a whole big swath of them that are are like Bernie socialists. Yes, true. uh, Very true. Ultra socialists. Absolutely. um, (coughs) They don't necessarily like Stephen Lynch. Nope. And and the nurses union, um, we we, we got a meeting coming up with them. Maybe even AFL-CIO looks good. Yeah. And, um, you know, if they give Brianna their endorsement, then all of a sudden he's not the union guy anymore. Absolutely. Just because he's a townie... doesn't mean you know the union should automatically support him does he support them yeah i mean what has he done for them lately that's a great question (laughs) we all know the answer and just so your listeners um know this i i've been attending some of the union um trainings last year and and one thing i can uh uh, certain tell you that they're trying to change their image right back to the original union that Mm -hmm. that that we had that was created by poor working class people of color Mm -hmm. and, and and poor whites and so they know that they've drifted way far from their their origination, yep. and they're trying their best to re-engage the community that they w- were supposed to be serving. So be uh, confident and 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 know that there's an avenue for you there. Absolutely, Brianna. yeah. I think you know. I think we focus too much. I think we're inculcated to root for one party or the other, like yes. a football team. Yes. You know what team people are really rooting for? Whatever team will give them freaking health care. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever team yeah. will freaking give them higher education. Absolutely. Whatever team that will like let them make a living wage, 
that's what people want to hear about. And I reject, don't get me wrong, I'm as progressive as you can be, but I don't wake up in the morning and go, let's go team Democrat. I wake up and I'm, I'm thinking about how we get real world wages up for people. I'm thinking about how we get real health care for people. And if that's your mission, and if that's not your mission, the party's your mission, get out of the way so yes. right. other people can take over. Right. Absolutely. We have a lot of listeners on Facebook, I'm noticing. 617-903-7464. If you want to ask a question, I want to ask, uh, there were some other questions we had, too. Uh, specifically, uh, oh, damn, I'm, I'm, I'm losing track of my mind, too, because it's getting too hot in here about the it's question I had. <sighs> oh, yes, that's that's what I want to go What's to. Up? Steven, you must have some questions, too, for Brianna Wu, right? I, I do. Um, I'll take it a step further on what you were just saying about what, what voted. Like, we, we just want even politicians that will respond to emails yeah. and phone calls yeah. and not just, you know, brush that off. Because yeah. that's it's, it's the problem at that level, too. Yeah. I mean, I'm grateful for my access that I have to the politicians, but I also speak to a lot of people that ask me to say things because they've tried and yeah. it's just gotten turned down. So Absolutely. I think being, you know, the, the community aspect of politics is... is completely been stripped these days mm -hmm. and you say you know you need to talk to these people it's like we need to be these people sure it needs to be the people that um are part of those communities that step up and and try to make the changes where where like you were saying too it's who do we go to where do we go it's at some point we have to be so frustrated that we stand up and, and say it ourselves and say you know what i'll run because i have a question i'm not sure if it's going to get asked or answered i'll go out and make sure it does so and and, uh, and let me confirm what what our good veteran said i forgot your name i'm sorry Steven Steven. Steven Steven says, Sar sergeant no, mendilly sergeant I, I i i happen to have been uh, part of the constituent services in senator Kerry's office mm -hmm. and one of my my most important mission working there was to make sure that constituents were heard. Yep. Now, I, I have this notion, and maybe foolish, that if you're not for the people, then you ought not to serve the people. Yes? And so if you don't know what service truly looks like, I don't think you should be running to serve the public. Right. And a lot of these representatives that we have in Boston and Massachusetts at large, they have no clue what it means to be a public servant. And so I think they ought to step out of the way yeah. and give room for someone else to take their place and serve the constituents. That's the problem. They're not going to give it. Like we have to go there and take. And it. I agree from them. Exactly. I agree. Well, I'm with you, Stephen. <laughs> I think I think some of it is, um, you know, we talk a lot about diversity. Yes. And I think if you look at what the profession is of most people serving in Congress right now, it's not veteran as much as it used to be. It's not mm -hmm. you know, nurse. It's lawyer. Now, law is a fine profession. I have plenty of great people I know that went and did that, but it's a profession that trains you to argue from a certain point of view and to win it. And I think that's everything that's wrong with our current system. I come from a journalism background. I come from an engineering background. Like mm -hmm. These are two professions that are like, let's serve the public. My work is about the public, and let's solve problems. Yes. And what I think is so much of the problem these days is we, we root for the ideology to win, instead yes. of the problem to be solved. And, you know, again, I'm as progressive as you could possibly be, but I don't wake up like going, this is the one path I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for figuring out how the frack people in Massachusetts can get better health care. You know, how we can take care of this broken criminal justice system. That's what we've got to be focused on. Right. There's a housing issue here as well, Brianna, oh, that I'd like to have you um, address. Sure. Yeah, and so the, the gentrification that's been going on, that needs to be talked about. Uh, our last ma the mayor that won he didn't oh. really address that issue Tito Jackson addressed it on this show and on my show and I want to invite you to come on to the reality to speak to those people
people who are in your constituency. And so, again, I'd like you to address the housing issue because, and I... I thought about and researched the, the, the term affordable sure. in, in, in Boston, what that really means. Right. And it does not mean low income, yes? Right, right. And so I think that we ought to revamp what that definition stands for and speak to us a little bit about your plans to address this issue where people are being shoved out of their, their home uh, uh, their uh, areas, their communities. So we have a housing crisis. And maybe it doesn't like bother people that make millions of dollars, have developer friends and contacts, and can afford you know, $30,000 a month consultants but bothers me. You know, my husband and I, we can't afford a home here in Boston, and we do very well. Mm. So the thing is, we have housing that is completely unaffordable. We have public transportation that is nightmare. utterly broken. Right. The T is utterly broken. And the traffic and is a nightmare. The traffic is terrible. So even, you find yourself moving further and further out of the city right. to try to afford a home, but the ways to get into work every day, it's a, a, a it joke. It destroys mm. your health. Yeah, it does. A, it's, the, stressful. it's very stressful i did it for all it's that it is it's, it's so stressful it's horrible driving just getting in there or taking the train so there is a whole conversation like very specifically what i want to do is i want to bring in massive grants from the dot uh you know department of transportation to massively shore up the t to massively shore up this light rail you know out to our tech district to massively upgrade our roads and the conservatives have found this game where you know I grew up in Mississippi. Mississippians didn't pay for the school I went to or the roads or the fire department. It was states like Massachusetts that drains that money away to those states. Now, I'm not saying we don't help the poor in those states. That's very important to me. But I also think if I'm running a Massachusetts District 8, my mission is to help the people in Massachusetts District 8. I plan to play very hard ball with bringing in bigger DOT grants because, you know, our, our, our Public transportation is just a mess. It's a There's joke. No other it's word. a joke. It's right. a joke. That's very fair. It's a joke. Yep. And and people are are penalized. People like me. Just yeah. just so you all know that I'm speaking on your behalf, Dorchester, Roxbury, Mattapan. People <laughs> like me are penalized when you're even five minutes late for work. Right. There's a there was a joker. I see people and crying. Yes. Like I've been driving oh. before. And I see someone like we hit the traffic. And the woman's just crying in her car because yes. I'm like, oh, she's gonna get fired because it's now yes. nine o'clock. I know I was late that oh. day. I saw her crying one day. Listen, that, this is stuff that happens. Uh, I want to go back, uh, not no, to cut no, you go off, ahead, but go like ahead. Uh, we have uh, limited time where it's getting really hot in here as well. <laughs> We've had it for over an hour. Six one seven nine zero three seven four six four. I want to make note. Uh, not only did Warren Lynch return today because Brianna Wu's here, but he brought his girlfriend Stee. I've never Hello, seen her Steve. in the studio before. It's amazing. Amazing to have her. I want to give her a round of applause. She's like a big time awesome commenter on our page. You, you got like the big people in here, Bri- Brianna. Uh, no. Also, uh, Chief's still here. Chief, do you have any comment on anything you heard? You want to? Oh, this is amazing. You're, it's, you got to say it on the microphone though, because I, I come on over yeah, here. Come on over. You got to say uh, what, what you got to say. You're still here. No, I just really. On uh, the microphone, we can't hear you yet. I, I appreciate there. you uh, bringing up these issues. Really, it's great from from the mold to even what you've um, all been discussing lately. It's just fantastic. So. Yeah. And that's yeah. Chief from Mattapan, you all, and he's my producer on the reality broadcast, again, on the Boston Praise Radio and TV Network. Hit us up at the HeroNurturingCenter.org. And thank you, Judy. And uh, we have Brian Riccio here. We got Stephen Mandilli. Uh, I would want to give uh, a big round of applause for a couple people today. Number one, uh, Brianna Wu for being here, answering all the questions. Thank you. Thank you. Speaking up for us. I also want to thank uh, the one that uh, in this story that we're going to, let me put the story right there. You could see it, right? 
That wouldn't happen without this woman uh, who's a licensed uh, physical therapist called Ann Hassel. I want to give her a round of applause because she felt ashamed about what she went through. She shouldn't feel any shame, Ann. You did everything right. So I'm proud of Ann, and I want to thank Brianna Wu again for coming in. I want to thank all of our panelists that we have here, Stephen Mandilli. He is the man, Sergeant Mandilli. Let me say one thing real quick, Mike. Yes. I hope to come in here again before uh, February 11th. I'm going to be having an event um, for veterans and for the public down at... Um, Oh, yeah, I'm drawing a blank now for it's down in Carver. What is it? The Homegrown Academy. Uh, we're going to have an event down there. I'll be posting that. Hopefully, you'll be on here again and be talking about it. It's coming together really great. Perfect. So I, I think it's, we're going to do another, another segment. Do you want to stick around and talk about that? Absolutely. Let's do it. And we'll take phone calls to 617-903-7464. We may read some of your comments. Uh, Judy, I want to thank Judy for being here from the reality program. I'm so happy to be here with you, Mike. Cool. I love having you here, Judy. I think our audience. I love being too. here. They're like, who is that lady? Every time they say that, who is that? Every time you're in here, it goes viral too. That's the other thing. Uh, I want to thank Chief for being here. I want to thank uh, my man out of the hospital, Brian Riccio. I had to yes. cut him off twice, three times. He doesn't care. He's not having a stroke on the show. He's, I'm, I'm he's causing me a stroke. Not to be dead, so <laughs> causing me a stroke. No, no, no. But uh, I did want. I did want to ask Brianna one sure. question. I'll go, go for it. You know, for a tech, on a tech level, um, <laughs> what is your opinion on the uh, Amazon controversy? One and oh. secondly, <laughs> I want to ask you about the the. the I see a lot on Twitter mm -hmm. people complaining about. The T mm -hmm. and reaching out to Jeff Bezos already. When, oh, yeah, yes, yeah. I, I mean, and you see politicians saying that you know Amazon's going to come. They want to do it. So in other words, they, it's like they're saying that they want Jeff Bezos to come in here yeah. and, and spend his money to help to help rebuild the infrastructure. Absolutely, and get robbed the same way that the federal government got robbed at the Big Dig. Exactly. So that's why I don't think Amazon's coming here. But mm. I want to get your opinion on it. So I, I want to tell you when this first came out, my first gut reaction was this is a good thing. So I have a friend of mine, her name is Laura. She grew up in Mississippi along with me. She's not an engineer, she's just a hard-working woman that wanted to get the frack out of a state that is <laughs> terrible. And she moved to Seattle and she has paid well and she has a house now and mm -hmm. her husband uh, installs Fios for a living and she's doing well for herself. So my first gut reaction was like, okay, this is, they, they make good jobs for people. But then I started looking deeper into it because I had people show me what the tax situation has been in Seattle and what the cost has been for the city to like make all the infrastructure so people can get in and out. And I've looked at this and I've come to the conclusion that it seems like it's going to be more of a negative than a positive. Mm -hmm. So in this current state, from everything I've seen, I do not currently support it. Mm -hmm. But you know, I do want to see better jobs. I want to bring the tech industry into District 8. Like this is a field where you can very easily make a good living. So I do want to, you know, bring in those kinds of jobs here. I just don't think Amazon, the heart of downtown, I just don't think that's the answer personally. And one thing I'd like to add, Brianna, is sure. to keep in mind if you do win, sure. keep in mind that uh, when the, they bring these tech companies into the city, mm -hmm. right, they're not procuring whether it be equipment for our public schools mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. dollars to our public schools, sure. 
Yeah, so I want to see more people, more people like you talk about what what you'll do differently than the rest because so, it's not working for the inner city. So, so what would yeah. you do differently? I'm I'm about to get really geeky here, but <laughs> you know I have looked at some of the programming uh, programs for young girls here in Massachusetts and in my district. In all respect for the school teachers, they're working oh, very love hard. Love them, working very hard, but they are working on skills that are not relevant today. Obsolete. So. When it comes to bringing in better computers, like in those kind of programs into Massachusetts, it's not like I have some theoretical idea in my my mind about this. It's like I know exactly who I'm going to call at Apple. Excellent. I know exactly who I'm going to talk to at Microsoft. These are my friends. Excellent. These are my colleagues. So, um, you know, I really want to to work on this. It's Good. very important. Good. And yeah. and and this is important to the teachers that are listening. Absolutely. These are important to the parents that are listening because I'm yeah. sure you were were here for the fiasco sure. for the time change for the schools. How do you feel about that? Talk I, about that a little bit. I think it was I'm right there with Tito Jackson. He said everything needed to be said there, you know. It is, they're making it with this algorithm. It doesn't meet the needs of the parents. Uh, it's kind of very subtly um, against anyone that's a working parent. It was just a terrible idea. What altogether. would you advise them to do differently, Brianna? Well, I think it's, yeah, this is a municipal issue, and I'm running for U.S. Uh, Congress, but I do think there is a disconnect in Boston between the needs of the people and you know the the policies. I think there's a right. real disconnect. Yeah, I think it came out. I'm sure you saw that story that showed the average uh, person of color oh, in yes, Boston has a net worth of nine eight dollars. No, eight no, dollars. Brianna, oh, it's eight, eight dollars. dollars. Sorry. Yes. Yes, I've misquoted that. Average yeah. break. You imagine that? Right. Eight there, there's obviously and it's a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. That's right. the average it's person. Terrible. <laughs> there's, a, there's a disconnect. And, and just for yeah. your, your 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 people in the community who are making well above that, we realize that that it's not for everyone that is making that. But but right. that's the statistics that they came up right. that's the average right. okay okay i know there's a lot of white people with eight dollars in their account saying <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm i only have eight dollars too so who cares but you know what a lot of white people have a lot of money too yeah. so that's the difference uh and uh you have uh even if you only have eight dollars in your pocket as a white person you have uh, better odds of making it rich than that black person with eight dollars in their pockets and that's the facts and the reality and the truths uh, we're the Young Jerks, 617-903-7464. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. It is very hot in here. Yes, I, in the middle of is. winter, I don't know if we need air conditioning or a window or something, but... Ooh, uh, uh, see, I I'm complaining again. I'm always complaining. I'm going to get ragged on on the on the media. He always complains. Sterns, you know? he's going to get you. Yeah, we have a great show today, and I like that other show too. I, I kind of like. I, I want to give him something to pick on you. Okay, about. good. It's, yeah, it's, I also want to thank. I also want to thank Brianna for her. We're talking inside for jokes her now. Use of uh, Bowstock Galactica. <laughs> very, very good. Very good. You have to be very creative very with good. your I know, swearing. But, I know, so, but, but you know, yeah. you're appealing. You're you're making your point. Yeah. There we go. Perfect. Uh, so I guess we're going to do one more quick segment. I, I do. I mean, we've kept you here, deal long. Do you, do you mind sticking around? I'd or? love to stick around. Yeah. I'm okay. Fine. So we're, we're going to take a, like a five ten minute break, and then uh, we'll be back. So uh, stick around. If you, if you got some questions, call in 617-903-7464. If we don't answer the phone in the next five minutes, just keep calling until we get back live. We'll answer the phone eventually, all right? Sure. We need a smoke break. Herbie needs yeah. to go to the bathroom. We need to have a, a diet Coke, or not a diet. I'm having a real Coke, you know, like oh real God. sugar, a sugar drink, you know. Market basket. Yeah. I'm having, a, I'm having some Shout out water. Market basket. Market basket, root beer. We'll be right back. Yes. You are listening to The Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. We're live. Welcome, the Young Jerks, WEMF Radio. 
Uh, we, we're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. We're still going extra, extra overtime. Is that my thing or yours? Yeah. Wow. We, we're hot. It's really hot in here. And we got a lot of people. I'm like hushing. I feel like a school teacher today. I'm like yelling at people, <laughs> telling them to shut up, be quiet. We don't know if the mics are on when the ads are running. It's Herb's got a lot to do. I know what Herb's up against because Herb is here for like no break. He just does show after show after show all along. Yeah, awesome I did tip day. him though, just so you know. <laughs> but we we uh, we still have Brianna Wu here, running for U.S. Congress. If you have yeah! a question for her, six one seven nine zero three seven four six four. My name is Mike Crawford. I'm the host. I got a bunch of other folks here who could be hosts, who are hosts. Actually, some of them they have their own show. Yeah, yeah, Judy's here. She's I'm got here. her show. I'm in the house. The reality on Boston Praise Radio and TV. Uh, we have Stephen Mandilli here, who's uh, with Veterans Alternative Healing Inc. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Sergeant Mandilli. Nope. Uh, we still have Brian Riccio Sarge. here. I'm here. Yeah, you know I had to shut him up. That's right. He's asking, are you mad at me? No. No, I'm not mad at you. I'm just happy to be alive. <laughs> Warren Lynch is here. He's on his best behavior. Herbie gave me a mic for this segment. Of course it doesn't work. <laughs> of course it doesn't work. We can't hear you. So you should share the other microphone like I okay. told you. You should listen to me from the beginning like I always tell you. Uh, all right. Uh, said it were. We still want to talk about this is because people are asking: Is there moldy cannabis in mass? Uh, I don't know what 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 more is there to talk about in the Mar-a-Lago. story. Mar-a-Lago. Oh, you want to hear about Mar-a-Lago? Yeah, and Bill Clinton and that whole thing. Well, Bill Clinton <laughs> stayed there a couple times with Hillary Clinton, apparently, uh, on uh, Howard Kessler's dime. Who is the financer of New England Treatment Access? Netta. Yeah. That has the uh, powdery mildew. Well, or had powdery mildew, according to them, uh, about 18 months ago. So is there documentation to prove otherwise? Yeah, we need to see that. Hello? Prove it. Prove what? What are you looking for? That they cleaned it up and we're not smoking peroxide-soaked mar- you know, cannabis. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess you just have to take their word for it. Oh, heck no. This is why we need the commission. Do you trust them after uh, no. the executive oh, director not. lied in the application? Absolutely And not. then resigned from the firm and then still worked there? Wow. <laughs> wow. Do you trust them after... Uh, now, I mean, we could keep going on this. Wow. Af- after the same uh, guy uh, got caught using uh, banned pesticide in Colorado. Wow. <laughs> But they get special privileges because they got the connections, right? Again, you know, it, it, it's you know, it's it's unconscionable. Donating to all these uh, it's criminal causes. It's criminal. It's downright criminal. But the, will they be held accountable? Is 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 my question. I don't know. That's a good question. I I don't see anyone but us hold them accountable. Uh, I guess Adam Gaffin uh, from. Uh, Universal Hub Hub, uh, posted something on it, but he might be the only one. I I mean, where is the rest of the Boston media? I remembered this now, because we were talking about this before the show. I was at the gym, and I did see a TV uh, piece about this, because they used the stupidest graphic for a marijuana user I'd ever seen in my life. So I know know at least one television station. It could have been, though, that session stuff. I mean, that's what they're all reporting on right now. I wonder if it was Yeah, it could be that. Well, has Kessler donated to your opponent? That's what I'm worried about. I I would need it. I, I, yeah. I don't think I saw any That's donations to Stephen Lynch. I don't think there were. Because, you know, he, like I said, he's been remarkably silent on really the sessions. He really has? You know what I mean? He pre- tends to stay away from the weed. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I believe he did get caught with weed, too. That's the funniest thing. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. He, he got, didn't he get yeah, busted he for did. weed? Yeah. Something happened with him and weed. Uh, the, the, oh, the my gosh. Oh, oh, yeah. Let's Let's get my oppo team that, right on There's that. also yeah, something about him getting arrested on a violent incident. Did you hear about that? I sure did. 
about the Iranian man. Okay, wait for my attack ads on that. Those are going to be glorious. He attacked the Iranian man. He did. Well, a group of them. So, yeah. Well, well, did you all know Stephen Lynch we're talking about, the congressman. Did you all know that three out of the last four presidents admitted to at least trying cannabis? (laughs) So, again, you know, what what are we really having this discussion for? It's ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. 617-903-7464 617-903-7464 if you want to weigh in real quick uh, we had a lot of comments too we should try to maybe read some of those old comments from that last <laughs> video because there was a lot of uh, listeners and viewers I don't even know if I can get them out probably not by because uh, it's 730 now I mean we're, we're just about done we, we came back live just to to re- rekindle and say goodbye, I guess, really. Yeah. Just to tease you. To tease well, you? Well, I'm, tease not a su- I'm not a supporter of Charlie Baker, but did you all see the statement he made about the, 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 the trying to protect the, the cannabis shops in, mm-hmm. in Massachusetts? I did. I did. This was good. This was, very, was, was progressive. It's one of the very few things he's done that I <laughs> right. agree with. Well, well, I'd like to hear him say the, the, the consumers and the patients, not so much the dispensaries. Yeah. Y- right. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. So, so let's level the pay- playing field there, there, there Governor. I thought that really showed his biases. Also, I don't know if you... It was Martha Healy's office. I'm 90% sure put out this uh, advisory on this, but basically talking Ma- Mara, about... Mara. Mara Healy. I'm sorry. No worries. Right. No worries. Tired. Um, it's yeah, all good. I got you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It was her office talking about how um, the only way to really go forward with countering this Jeff Sessions thing is going to be to pass new laws in Congress. Like mm. it's her office's job, which is to you know enforce federal laws. We've got to go in, and we've got to have a Congress that will be very bold in standing up for this on a federal level. It looks like they may. I mean, yeah. they've got a bill right now that they want to, as I said, uh, repeal prohibition mm-hmm. on a federal level. Um, I hope, hopefully, that I, I, from what I'm reading, even on some of our comments, they mentioned that uh, it would include a process to get what uh, Sean Birdie was calling in about uh, to get the expungement, but it wouldn't happen automatically, yep. which is what Sean really wants. Yes. But, you know, after a certain number of years, especially for marijuana, when especially for marijuana. And when he was fired from his job, and now there's. Um, fire departments like in Brockton that aren't even testing for marijuana anymore. Right. They're moving forward and saying, like, that's just ridiculous. Good. Right? So now there's people who are just watching other people get to have jobs they lost, lives they lost mm-hmm. from a plant. That is horrible. Not only that, but what is it? Is three? Is it three times more likely? Yes. That, or there's three times more locked up yes. um, blacks than, than yes, anything absolutely. else? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, how is it just allowed to be used as a tool? Right. Continually. How, how is this okay for the cannabis industry? Right. Yeah, yeah. look yourselves in the face. That's what bugs me, yeah? Judy. Well, yeah, you're making, like they're making money. They still don't care. billion dollars. No. Yeah? Mm-hmm. But yet still, the fraction of minorities that are involved in the cannabis industry is minuscule at best. Yep. Yes? And and first of all, when you started to craft the legislation, you should have come to people like me or come to our community and at least say, what do you need to be representative of your community in this legislation? And the first thing you would have heard was, number one, expungement, immediate expungement, yep. and let the people out of prison yep. who are there for the same thing that you're making, what, millions of dollars a year? Yep. I, I want to speak to Brianna's opponent. Uh, it says here that he was arrested in 77 for smoking marijuana at a Will N- Willie Nelson concert. Yeah, that's right, he was. Mm. And then again, he was arrested in 79 for assault and battery of six Iranian students. What? Wow. Okay. So what? here we have an old school Boston townie yep. smoked weed back in the day. Wow. Is remarkably silent on it now. Wow. And it has a previous history of violence. We're talking about Congress. Racism. Wow. Stephen Lynch. Okay. Lynch? Your opponent, Brianna Will. No, it's right yeah, here. This is true. Oh, no. I'm I did. I did. Okay. <laughs> the attack ad we have planned for this. 
is beautiful. Well, that's my fear is that he'll come back and do the same way. He can do it. What is he going to do? I'm used to taking attacks. Oh, that's true. I know, right? You went to the ring of a Milo. Game on lock. So yeah. Well, I'm not even going to mention it because you know I'm I'm black. We get attacked every day, and I say bring it on because there's no turning the left cheek this side. Nope, I agree. So know that there will be repercussions. I think yeah. What really gets me, and I, it's not political to say this, but I'm going to be really honest with you guys. I've been really open with people about my trip to rehab in uh, 2001. Mm-hmm. This was 2001, 2002. I was one of the people the guy addicted to the first generation of Ambien. You know, mm-hmm. this was uh, you know it's an op- it um, you know it's a benzodiazepine. The first generation of it released it all into your bloodstream at once, and it got you higher mm. than it's ridiculously high, you know? I didn't try marijuana until many, many, many years after that experience. And I'm like, this is illegal? An ambient is illegal? (laughs) It makes no sense. And here we've got this opioid crisis. We have this opioid crisis, and every bit of evidence we have coming out on it, you you look at it, it's very clear that like the the drug industry that makes that, they got their their hooks into Congress, and they minimized concerns, and they gave doctors faulty information. The pharmaceutical industry. Absolutely. We have that in the opioid crisis is ravaging this country. It is absolutely ravaging this country. And we have a safer alternative to this that has a fraction of the side effects. And this is the baller I saw. And it's absolutely indefensible. It's ludicrous. Mike, I I just want you to know that I was in the hospital this week for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I told them that I brought indica tablets with me. They took them from me. Locked them up. Oh, it oh, would wow. not give them to me unless the doctor proved it. Mm. Oh, my own medication. Oh, right. okay. So I said to them, "Is this policy?" And they said, "Yes." And I said, "Well, who writes this policy? Doctors or lawyers?" And they were candid, and then they said, "Lawyers." Yeah. Wow. So did you get it back when you left? Yes, they they gave it. They so said it has it. nothing to do with patient care. No, yeah. right. That at has, all. No, that that's no. policy that will keep patients from being honest with doctors. I yep. say it's not just lawyers, it's pharmaceutical lobbyists. Let's, yep. let's, absolutely. let's be true here, doctor. what it is, Brian. Okay. You're absolutely, absolutely right. All right. Dad on. Oh, yeah. But they'll I'm admit from, it. Yes. They'll well, admit well, I'm from the medical field as well, and, and every day they would traipse in and, and, and you know, just, just fling their drugs all over the place and have you want to, 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 to promote it to everybody, whether it did you harm or, 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 or no. And so, again, you know, we all have to look at our, ourselves in the mirror as Michael Jackson said, and 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 question what what is our motive? Well, I think it's people like you, people like Stephen, people like Brianna here, the next generation that are going to come along and and remove that reefer madness mm-hmm. mindset yep. that has become part of social conditioning. Absolutely, yep. okay. we're committed to educating okay. folks that you know we're not advocating for folks to go out there and get high. We're advocating for you to in, in educate yourself. Sure. Yes, and don't believe the hype that's been uh, manifesting for the last what 30, 40 years. Oh, yeah. It's out of control. It's all been lies. Research it, folks. It's all been lies. And not only that, you got to take action. Like right now, you need to contact even your state officials because they have a petition too. They do. Uh, They have a petition to uh, basically to for the state house to get on board to contact the federal officials to get them on board. So you can contact your state and especially your federal congressmen, your senators. Call Trump too. I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but tweet at him. That's the only thing you, you read. You gotta go after these people. Yeah, that's and yet, and Ed Markey and Elizabeth Warren right. for Massachusetts. Exactly. Yes, the senators and and also uh, 
Go after the Cannabis Control Commission right now. That's tell right. them what you want. That's tell right. them that you want the little guy to get the benefit. That's right. You want the locals to get the benefit. Don't you have You don't just up? want it to be some billionaires uh, that are financial titans that are connected to all the politicians for decades. You don't want just some out-of-state guys coming in and taking over the industry, just all white, rich guys. No, you want to have an industry that reflects people from Massachusetts, Massachusetts values. We want local jobs. We want local craft we want especially the co-ops, the, the craft growers, the veterans. This is what we're fighting for. Yep. And so you have to send that message right now. And I think the story, is there a moldy cannabis in mass, drives it home to them. And you got to drive it home to them. So make sure you're reaching out. I know you're all reaching out to me lately on this and sending me messages. <laughs> send them messages. Send the media. Send the people of the Boston Globe, K-Lazer, um, Dan Adams. Uh, Jim and Marjorie at WGBH, you know, all the usual subjects, suspects, media, <laughs> hit them up. Tell yes. them they're missing big stories here in Massachusetts. They're just focusing on the national. Anything else, Stephen? What do you- um, yeah, I mean, we've been, my, myself and my wife have been in contact with um, Senator Warren's office. We've even reached out and we've talked to Senator Brooker's office, who is, um, it, it's funny, this is the... Pro- I, I, I enjoy politics and I dislike it at the same time because you call, you find out that you know you want to help, and their their best um, solution for it was for me to go and talk to all the all the different people, and I'm like, well, that's what you guys are elected yeah. for. Like, wow. I don't have the time to go do that. No other resources. So, right, wow. and that's the thing is like, okay, so we have to advocate for ourselves Absolutely. because it's clear that. You know, um, Colin there is is, is not. It's, it's kind of silencing our voice. So, it, it, like, we see nothing's really going to be done for Netta. The only thing that that can change is for people to stop going there. Yes. I mean, isn't that how things used to be done a long time Absolutely. ago? Absolutely. Boycott them. You shut them down. You didn't just complain about something. Yes. You stopped going stop there. Stop giving yeah. your money you think, to uh, it. Protests? Do you think that would have any effect? Not even protests. Yeah. I mean, just just, just stop going. Exactly. Just stop going. Stop going. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, I don't owner go. Of an so RMD that'll group. be a hard thing for me to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm part owner of an RMD group. We're looking to open up, and we go to um, towns to the meetings to uh, even have a grow. And it's just it, we go into these towns and they want like proof, like oh we'd like to see like some data on that. It's like I have a pulse, like that's proof <laughs> that marijuana works better yeah. than opioids, yeah. and it's still like <laughs> and things come up with. Um, you know, they want to know if the air conditioning is going to be really loud and can they come here wow. at first. And it's like, we're not going to buy an air conditioner so you can come and listen to it <laughs> before you get a letter saying we can build something here. So the, the whole thing, it's the stigma around cannabis entirely, you know? And there's a lot of um, advocacy for it, but there needs to be more advocacy of people that have been able to move on with their life and, ha- and, and had healing and it helps them. And hear those stories, not just, I love pot. You know, right. it needs to be exactly. because I made this decision in my life to switch, and this right. is the medicine I use. You know, like I say, I, I my my kids have their dad again. My wife has a husband. I'm looking to go back to get a to go back into the working society yes. to be right. part of that. That's right. And I'm 100 percent disabled. I'm I'm being beaten back to stay on the benefits. Right. And it's like, how is there not a oh. path? Like, I do not want to, as a 100% disabled veteran, I'm not going to be able to take my kids to Disney World. Right. I'm not going to be able to make the improvements to my house that I and want. you got, yeah, for people that don't know this story, you got injured in a Humvee accident, uh, driving through a roadside blockade. It could have been a roadside bomb. You're told to drive right through it. You're 
Trick busted, crash through a guy, broke back. through the guy's van. In Iraq, you're a war hero. It's no, disgusting. not a hero at all. It's well, disgusting. I think you are. Right. I, you're, you're a very it's honorable disgusting. man. Yeah. You put your life on the line for this country. Right. But then okay. I go and I meet these other And veterans. they want you on opiates. And, and again, I'll tell my own story. I got hurt uh, yep. 17, 18 years ago as a wrestler, athlete, and uh, it wasn't... Uh, Oxycodone back then it was the Percocet, yes. codeine. Oh yes, they gave me those, oh, and yes. I was on them. Uh, made me sick to my stomach. I started drinking because I was like, I can't do these pills. The pain yep. hurts so much. I was yes. trying to get drunk. Yeah, to just stop to the numb pain. the pain. And then I realized, oh my god, that's that that marijuana that I kind of like. That actually works for it even better, and mm-hmm. it doesn't make me sick. I don't need these pills. And I never got addicted to those pills. I could have got addicted. I've had I've had a back injury the whole time, my whole life since then. Even when I was younger, before I had the major you know injury, right? I had a back issue, and a lot of my family have them. And so many of us end up on those stupid pills when we don't need to. Right. What about the decreases one? in opioid deaths? It does. I mean, does. how many people don't even start with me? It's freely I, I never got addicted to them. Because I, I, I discovered, yeah. I discovered that I the Cannabis medical health. cannabis, it yes. just wasn't legal then. I just couldn't talk about right. it. I didn't even look at it as medicine. Ne- I just, and I, neither did so I, weird. Mike. Neither did well, I. Well, I was addicted to OxyContin, right. and the only way I got off it from the the uh, pain from the withdrawals was marijuana. So and some people yeah. still don't believe it. I yes, just don't they get don't, it. Uh, but it's true. We're, we're the young jerks. We're, we're way over time. <laughs> uh, we're every Saturday at 6 p.m. I want to thank, again, Brianna Wu. Let's give her a round of applause. Yes. Yeah. What's your website again? I'm sorry. Your website again? How do we find you? Brianna Wu 2018. And you're also on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Go find me on Twitter. All over Twitter. Space Cat Gal. Space Cat Gal with a K. So now for the older people who don't do, you know, Facebook and all that stuff, what's what's the number to get get a hold of you? Uh, I don't have a phone number. Well, we've got to get that. So call Mike. Call Mike and Mike will put you down. Just call Mike's cell phone. He will get you connected. Unless you get your campaign off. Call the show. Six one seven nine zero three seven four six four. Yes. Yeah. And we already we want to make sure we we let everyone know we hooked Sean Birdie up because Sean tried to friend you on Facebook and found out you we were over your limit five thousand couldn't send a friend request but you ended up typing in your email yep. over to Sean Sean's got a Sean's put him in touch you're good at like that and okay. she's very responsive on Twitter good yeah, yeah. responsive everywhere you can talk in to studio. me on Twitter it's a, yeah. yeah like yeah I'm now, not gonna give you some now, BS now question politician. before we go yeah. now yeah. I have an issue with our politicians here in Massachusetts and yeah. Boston being inaccessible yes yeah will you be accessible Will you have open door policy for when your constituents have a concern? Uh, they can come to you. And also, yeah, will you yeah. go inside the community where if people see you, they know, oh, that's my representative. If I don't, please record this. If I become <laughs> yeah. one of those it, it politicians, I want you to come slap some sense. I will. <laughs> I will. If I become one of them, people I would rather. Know, me know that I will hold you accountable. Yeah, I will. would rather quit than yeah, become will. one of these people. Judy, Judy, yeah. let me just yes, say. Yes, Brian. <laughs> She is very accessible yeah, on Twitter. She is. Okay. She she answers everybody's she questions. Answers her own and she doesn't Facebook take any and her shit emails. from anybody. Exactly. Good. Good. We love My it. kind of girl. So uh, again, I, I want to wrap it up real quick. Uh, Stephen Mendeley, where can people reach you if they want to work with Veterans Alternative Healing and what you're doing, get you to speak or page? The website's been worked on again. Uh, we're still on Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, Veterans Alternative Healing Inc. Um, you can find me there. Uh, email me at stephen at vahinc.org. That's with a ph. Um, and again, we'll be back. We'll be av- putting out more information on the February 11th event, too. So awesome. thank you. And Judy? You can see Chief and I Tuesdays from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. on the reality broadcast. And you can check us out on the Hero Nurturing Center.org. And uh, Brian Riccio, where are you at? You can find me on Twitter at, at 
Trump watching one. Uh, usually, I'm getting suspended every day. For you are. You, you, you go after everyone. Yes, You're vicious. I love I'm it. Sorry. I love it. And Warren Lynch at Warren Lynch on Twitter. Yeah, you can just find me on Facebook, Warren Lynch. Um, there, there's a Democratic caucus coming up in in two weeks in your town, so so look it up. Uh, it's it's going to be either February 3rd or March 4th, depending on the town. You can get elected delegate like I did last year and help Brianna Wu get elected. Cool. Excellent. Can I tell you, Warren yes. has been doing work for our campaign. He is amazing. He is a secret weapon. He is. You have so much skill. It's ridiculous. So, awesome. I, I, I just recognize. I yeah. just also want. I want to take a minute to thank Stephen Mandeli yep. for a man yes. who not only served yeah. his country yeah. away, Absolutely. is still serving his country today. Definitely. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. I agree with that. And again, I thank want to you. thank uh, Ann Hassel, too, this week for the story. Uh, it wouldn't happen without her. Physical therapist, Ann Hassel. She's very courageous. What about Maggie and Greg? Uh, them too, but <laughs> Anne Hassel especially. She put in the work. You know, you always got to start shit when you're trying to be serious. <laughs> Troublemaker. Uh, we had some other stuff too, but uh, you know what? I gotta beat up Brian instead. I think. No, I know what I need to say. Uh, Saturdays, we're here every Saturday at six p.m. If you're just liking us or following us today or watching for the first time, make sure you subscribe to our Facebook page, The Young Jerks, J U R K S. Find us. Also, we have a Patreon page. We um, are here on uh, listeners supported. Uh, we we're able to advertise, promote our show. We're able to afford more things if you give us a little bit of money each month. A lot of people give us four dollars and twenty cents as our most popular selection. People, you know, patron. They, they're patrons are us. We're here because they give us a little bit of money. It helps keep the show going. It helps keep us secure. We need your support. We really do. Patreon.com slash the Young Jerks, J U R K S. If you want to, uh, you know, join us there, please do. You can also find. Uh uh, the Young Jerks replay on Facebook Live if you want right. to watch the video. Yeah, if you miss some of it, you uh, want to watch the whole you thing. You can also again. find us on t- TuneIn app, which you can put on any phone. And we're on uh, Stitcher and iTunes and all those other places you can listen to. All right, good. Cool. We're gone. We, we, have a, we have a Twitter, too. You can follow us there. We're, we're getting uh, pretty prolific on there. At the Young Jerks. You'll, thanks, find, you'll find a lot of political and uh, marijuana politically related <laughs> tweets. And thank you, WEMF Radio. And yes, thank you, big uh, Herbie, every week for doing the show. Let's give Herbie a round of applause. Yeah. Putting up with all my shit. <laughs> all right, we'll see you next week, Young Jerks. Later, bye. Right. Docs, compassionate, compliant, confidential. My name is Mr. Fucking PSA. I'm always keeping it real. This is WEMF Radio, and we always got a show everywhere we go.